Yes, Monica Crony of Morea Wellness is back again this year because she just loves and cares about this community so much. And I'm going to talk to her about what different nutrients we need at different parts of the cycle. And I think I'm also going to get her to talk about how we can maybe get off of that cup of coffee in the morning. Oh yes, Monica's going to share also why and what depletes our nutrients and how we can get them back into our body and why that's even important. Oh my God. And let me tell you, this is going to be a good one. I can't wait to talk to her right now. Welcome to the PMDD Healing Summit, where the world's top experts share hope, guidance and next steps for your PMDD healing journey. And today I'm super happy to be able to welcome back Monica Groney. And let me tell you a little bit about Monica. She is the founder and CEO of Morea Wellness. For 17 years, Monica suffered from PMS so bad that she thought she might be bipolar. But after exploring her symptoms more intricately, she was diagnosed with PMDD. And with the help of leading OBGYNs, nutritionists, psychologist and her own obsessive research, she found a whole health solution that provided relief and support for her symptoms. And at that point, she vowed to bring education, community, and solutions to all menstruators suffering out there. Monica founded Morea to empower menstruators to take charge of their menstrual health through nutrition and lifestyle changes. And we are all about taking the power back. So welcome, Monica. Welcome to the summit. Thank you. It's so good to be back. It's so good to see you. So good to see you. I was just saying to Monica, it's like a reunion. <laughs> I love that. So good. So could you just share a little bit about your PMDD story and why you're so passionate about helping menstruators with PMDD? Yeah, I'm sure if you're here today, you probably have experienced that gripping emotional feeling that it makes you feel really, really out of control. Um, and for me, that was what I experienced from the age of a, a teenager mm -hmm. up and through my twenties, when it was getting to a point where I felt very, very manic on a cyclical basis. Um, and as an adult, that is something that is at, at any age, it's something really challenging to experience and to be affecting your relationships and your work and all of these elements of our lives. And it was in that moment when I was 26 years old and exploring how I could support myself, what was actually wrong with me, which is such a hard thing, right? We feel like something is wrong with us. And to discover that there were, there was action that I could take in my life to remove myself from the diagnosis and support myself every single day at the core of my being. I knew that this was something that I needed to share with other women and that this was something that we could all benefit from. And for me, the catalyst to all of this was nutrition. Mm -hmm. It was hearing from one practitioner that, Hey, nutrition might be able to help you. And taking that one step was what really started me on my healing journey. And it was so, so powerful that I knew it could be the catalyst for other women. So I, I had to share it. I had to create something that could make this voice louder. 
Beautiful. Oh, I, I love that. Taking that one step. And for you, that was, that was nutrition, right? That, that gateway into your own, you know, journey to PMDD symptom relief. And, um, you know, I'm so glad that you're back because last year, and last year I asked you this question too, and I'm just going to ask it again. Like, you know, why not? Do you feel that the awareness around PMDD is rising? Are we slowly going mainstream? I think so. It has been amazing to watch. And, you know, we see so much of it on social media Mm -hmm. and maybe that's just because that's, you know, a lot of where our business lives. But I recently saw Caitlin Bristow, who has millions of followers, talk about her experience around her period. And in the comments, it was flooded with responses of people saying, this sounds like PMDD. Have you looked into PMDD? And that to me, just the general public, you know, reaching out and trying to support this person who has such a loud voice was like so eye-opening to me that I think we are making noise. And I think that it is becoming more aware, which is amazing. So amazing. I just had like goosebumps when you shared that. I am so happy y'all out there community, y'all are making waves. So yay, well done. We're becoming more visible. So let's let's dive into this this PMDD being with our PMDD um, because you're, you speak a lot about, you know, no longer being a victim about taking ownership. And I know sometimes, you know, struggling with our PMDD symptoms, that can feel so far away because it feels so overwhelming. We feel so powerless. So where do we start? How can we take ownership and move out of that victim mode? Yeah. My personal experience was I was living in victimhood, if you will. I, the emotions that I was experiencing were like blame and anger and doubt and shame, this deep, deep shame for feeling like I wasn't enough and that something was wrong or I was broken. And I explored these emotions and I truly believe in vibrational energy. Right. And so we attract what we put into the world. And so if we are emotionally feeling these deep, low victim emotions of shame and anger and doubt, we're going to attract more of that into our lives. Mm -hmm. And so if we can try to radiate and vibrate at an emotional level of passion and optimism and joy and love then we can attract something else. And I know that when we are in our hell week, when we are in that deep, deep place of victimhood, it's really hard to come out of it. And even someone saying like, maybe you can try to feel passion or love in those moments might be triggering. Mm -hmm. But if we can create a space of gratitude Mm -hmm. for, okay, my body is showing me this, emotion and this feeling. And I'm grateful for these messages that my body is sending me. Yeah. We can move up the vibrational ladder Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. some of those higher emotions. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we can reconnect with ourselves. So using those like negative emotions Mm -hmm. as signals that are we need something. Our body is asking for support Yeah, and being grateful for those messages mm. 
and bringing love back to ourselves. So for me, it's been moving from those victim emotions to the ownership mm-hmm. and attracting that higher vibration yeah. and knowing like, maybe I can use what I'm experiencing to help someone else. Mm. Maybe what I'm experiencing someone else's and I can relate to them and being grateful for that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, and it's such a hard thing and it it's, you know, not always easy and we can't always move up that vibrational ladder. Yeah. yeah. But when we can, and if we can, if we can just take a moment of pause and be like, I am in the weeds with this right now. And I just need some space and I'm going to give myself some compassion Mm -hmm. that in itself moves us. Our energy rises in that moment. Yeah. So moving from victim to ownership Mm -hmm. is something that has drastically changed how I approach my PMDD. Yeah. Yeah. That's really beautiful. And I I love how you also said that, you know, sometimes maybe this lofty goal isn't, you know, we can't reach that other emotional state, but maybe we can just move up one state. Maybe there's a little bit of gratitude. And I also love what you said that, you know, maybe this can, you can help, this can help others because, you know, from your suffering and from your pain, then came Maria and you wanting to empower other menstruators from my pain came wanting to create this summit. And so many of the healers and doctors and psychologists I've talked to during the summit from their pain and their struggle, then came the healing capacity the upliftment, the leadership. So just taking that into account and maybe if that, you know, isn't reachable for you, just owning it, just being with it, like, Oh, this is here now. So thank you for, for reframing that for us. Yeah. Yeah. You're so welcome. I think it's so powerful, right. For us to just think about moving one ring up that ladder of emotion, just trying to reach that new, that new height. And how can we attract some higher vibrations in our life? Because sometimes our vibrations are quite low. <laughs> Absolutely. Sometimes we just got to sit with that too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you were speaking, you know, that nutrition was your kind of your key to, you know, relief from your PMDD symptoms. And I've, you know, everybody on the summit is talking about how important nutrition is, and it's really one of the mainstays here. So could you share just maybe what kind of nutrients we need during the different parts of our cycle or why that nutrition part is so important? Yeah. So similarly, similarly talking about energy, our body has different energetic needs throughout our cycle. Mm -hmm. Our hormones are changing and where does energy come from in our body? It's calories and nutrition. So without this nutritional base and quite frankly, all of us can use a little boost. Our soils are depleted. We have a lot of toxic, toxic things in our environment that are depleting our nutrients. Our stress depletes our nutrients. So we're needing to hit a baseline nutritional level at all times. So Mm. obviously that is why Maria exists because it allows you to hit a good solid baseline all the time. But in terms of the phases of your cycle, Like, let's just real quick run through them. So we have our follicular phase where we're feeling the highest energy and we can match that with good energetic foods, things like iron and B12. We've just had our period. So iron is, is a huge one for a lot of women, because if you have a lot of bleeding, you need to replenish that. Um, so like 
meats and all of that. So follicular phase, energy, energy, food. Then we move into the, our ovulatory phase where our estrogen is actually suppressing some of our appetite. So you may notice during or around ovulation, you aren't as hungry and maybe like aren't, I think it's just such a drastic change because in our luteal phase and menstrual phase, we're kind of craving a lot or an ovulatory, like food maybe isn't top of mind all the time. So we can rely less on carbs during this phase because our energy is already high, which yeah. can feel really good. And so we can focus more on proteins and fats during this phase. And then we hit our luteal phase, which for many of us is our health period of the month. Um, and in order to keep mood at a really good place or support mood during this phase, we can focus a lot on our blood sugar regulation. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we all talk about being hangry. Um, and I think a lot of people can relate to hanger. So that is our blood sugar dysregulation and our blood sugar being down. So if we can eat more often, small meals more often mm -hmm. or less likely or more likely to avoid some of those hanger moments, which is more prominent during this phase of our cycle. Um, so we're also experiencing our progesterone, progesterone rising, mm -hmm. which can create constipation or bloat or cravings. The constipation creates the bloat. Um, and then we can experience heavier cravings, um, especially carbohydrate cravings. So if we can focus on fiber, which will help with that constipation and the bloating, B vitamins, calcium, magnesium, these are some like energy inducing minerals that are going to be really supportive. And then we have our menstrual phase, which we start to even out a little bit um, in terms of mood. I think we can all, once we start our period, feel a little bounce back. Um, and this is really a phase for comfort foods. This is like our comfort phase, warming foods, soups, stir fries, and really thinking about that mineral replenishment, the iron and zinc in this phase can be really supportive. So that was a lot. Um, but it's again, our energy, we have different needs. We have a yeah. rise and fall and food is energy. Nutrition is energy. That makes so much sense. You know, we're also talking a lot about menstrual cycle awareness here. And you were saying something, you know, that in the, during when we're um, ovulating, you know, we need less carbs because we have more energy and it's true. And it's funny. That's when I'm craving more kind of like salads and like mm -hmm. light things. And when I'm on my bleed, when I'm menstruating, I feel like I do want more like soups and like kind of like this more nourishing. So it's it totally is reflected in our cycle. So thank you for sharing that and giving us a little tip. And for you out there, you know, just become aware, maybe start becoming aware of your different needs and your food intake. And so after your own struggle with PMDD, you also you founded Maria. And do you know, it's the menstruators multivitamin and tell us uh, about it. Like what symptoms does it help with? Do you know that it helps with, you know, I know you have so many people writing how awesome it has been. What symptoms can Maria help with? Yeah. First and foremost, I think that the most people feel the most benefit around mood mm -hmm. and, and energy. Mm. So uh, we have a lot of people saying like, I noticed 
well, I didn't notice my period coming because I didn't have these drastic mood swings. Um, and my energy was so much better. I was getting better sleep. A lot of people have poor sleep around their period. Um, and so helping with that as well as reducing cramps and bloating, because it's Mm -hmm. helping with the digestion and it's helping alleviate some of that constipation that creates bloat. Um, so we're really seeing a lot, uh, the full kind of gambit of symptoms from mood swings to cramps and bloating. And it all starts with that base nutrition. Yeah. Base nutrition. Absolutely. So what is the secret sauce? What's the secret sauce to Maria? (laughs) Yeah. The thing that makes Maria really, really effective and efficacious is that we have put in the time to look at the nutrients at a specific level. So there's been research done of these nutrients for specific period related symptoms. And it does take a higher level of some of these nutrients. So a lot of times if you just go out and get a multivitamin or you're taking a a different supplement, um, you may not see some of the nutrients at a level that is appropriate for a menstruating woman. Um, and so that is huge as yeah. well as mm-hmm. being a powdered supplement. Yeah. Um, a lot of times with capsules, we have a hard time with our gut breaking down the capsule and thus we don't get to, to actually the nutrients until it's too far through our digestive track. Mm-hmm. So knowing that a lot of people who experience menstrual symptoms have poor gut health and poor nutritional absorbency. Yeah. Yeah. It being a powder and that um, immediately getting into the gut and being able to be absorbed, you are able to absorb more of the nutrients into um, your system without having to first break down a capsule. So I think being powdered and drinkable is a big differentiator for us and makes all the difference of like having the nutrients be more bioavailable. That makes total sense. It goes right into, right into the system. There's no barrier in between them. Absolutely. So if someone were to, you know, order Maria, do I just take it during the luteal phase or like a week before luteal phase, or do I take it all the time? Such a good question. And a one we get a lot. Um, this is an everyday daily multi. So for me, I really enjoy that I get to mix this up and drink it once a day. And that is a moment for me to reflect on what I've done Mm. to support myself that day. So I'll think about what phase I'm in. I'll think about what my basal body temperature was that day. And then the things that I've done throughout the day and just have a moment of mindfulness. Mm -hmm. And you know, how long does it take you to mix this up and drink it. It's like two minutes. So you just get like a nice two minute reflection on like, okay, like I was really stressed today and maybe tonight I need to take a bath. (laughs) Awesome. That's like a moment of mindfulness almost while you're doing it, coming into the body, seeing how you're doing a little check-in. That's a beautiful form of self-care almost. (laughs) Yes, for sure. So you were just mentioning, and this is just a total tangent. You were just mentioning like, you know, your basal body temperature. What are some other things, you know, with Maria? what are some other things that you're doing to, you know, for your menstrual health and your mental health? 
Yeah. For me, journaling is really big. Um, I journal daily about how I'm feeling, what I'm grateful for. And the, one of my journal props that I absolutely love, especially as a business owner is what lit me up and what drained me in the last 24 hours. And so whether that is something in your personal life, it could be your husband or your partner um, that's feeling really draining. You can then kind of dig into some of those areas that are feeling kind of sticky and not good. Mm. um, And it allows me to reflect. So I love journaling. I also recently um, in the last six months switched from my morning coffee to morning matcha, which eliminating that caffeine in the morning has been really, really big for me. Um, helping some of my blood sugar regulation Mm -hmm. and just, I feel like I have less swings in the day of energy. Yeah. Um, so I've really enjoyed doing that. And yeah, I do take my basal body temperature every day because it's another insight into my body of where I am. And, um, it can just be really amazing to understand your own body's fluctuations. And it almost gives you a heads up of what's coming. So it's cycle tracking. You just have this awareness of like next week, I might feel a little bit low and I'm going to like give the family a heads up. (laughs) (laughs) Always a good idea. (laughs) Yeah. I love how you, I'm just going to tap into this morning matcha really quickly. Cause I know we got some coffee lovers out there. Do you, when you do the morning matcha, when you switch to morning matcha, was there any kind of like, I don't want to call it withdrawal, but did you notice in the mornings where your energy levels lower or how was that transition for you? Yes. I was a caffeine addict. So I surely experienced some withdrawal symptoms. Um, and for me, it really, came in the form of headaches. I know Mm -hmm. caffeine headaches can be a big, big one. Um, and so to kind of manage it, I almost eased off of it where I started drinking half calf. So I'd mix, um, half regular and half decaf and did that for a while. And then would start to have a half calf, like every other day and do matcha every other day. Yeah. And slowly I started to kind of hate the taste of coffee, honestly, Um, and there is still some caffeine in matcha, so it's, Mm -hmm. it's just less. Yeah. Um, so I felt like easing away from a full coffee (laughs) every day was really helpful. Um, but it definitely takes like you kind of getting through the the headaches or the energy changes. Um, but I'd say it was totally worth it. Oh my gosh. Thank you for sharing your, your personal journey there. Because I know people like, Oh, that sounds really good. But how does a real person really do that? You know, because we always hear from these, you know, what you're supposed to do, but how did it really work? So you kind of eased your way off of it. That's a genius idea. Yeah. And sometimes too, I'll be like, Oh, I'm craving a coffee and I'll have a half calf coffee. Like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not someone who's like very black and white with things. Um, uh, there's no need. We only live once do the things you want to do, but, um, I don't really like it anymore. Interesting. Half calf. I've never heard of that. And I totally love that. Something, one more question that just popped in because you were talking about, you know, our environment, our soils are depleted and we don't get sometimes as many nutrients as we used to out of our food. And you had a post and it said that, you know, the pill depletes our nutrients. 
I did yes. not know that. Could you speak up about that just a tiny bit? Yeah. So birth control has been proven to actually deplete key nutrients. And this is actually true for several, um, prescription drugs, prescription drug can really eat away at our gut. Um, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it uh, like creates this gut situation where we're not absorbing nutrients as well. And so we become further depleted. Yeah. Um, birth control, unfortunately is one of those. And so it's critical for, um, women who are on the pill or taking prescription drug to consult with your doctor and ask about that aspect of it. And okay, I'm taking this. Should I also be taking a multivitamin or how can I increase my nutrition that is getting depleted by this? Because those nutrients are so, so essential. So essential. They are absolutely essential. What are some, well, while we're at it, what are some of your favorite, most important nutrients that you just love? Okay. B vitamins are a huge one, very energy, like inducing. And then magnesium, magnesium is amazing for, um, our stress, which is heavily depleted by stress, um, as well as just our mood regulation. And it helps sleep immensely because it has a natural Mm. calming effect. Magnesium is just magic of like, (laughs) it's magic. (laughs) Um, and then there are a lot of little minerals like zinc and calcium and selenium that are really, really important, um, to nourishing our reproductive health. And I mean, B vitamins, there's like, like I said, there's just a whole bunch of them, B12, B6, folate, all of those are really, really crucial. Amazing. I love that. Magnesium is magic. Y'all magnesium is magic. We need to have a post. Magnesium is magic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thank you for that. That is so, so helpful. I, I really, I just loved everything that we've been talking about so far, but I do want to talk about, you have a beautiful, beautiful offering that you brought with a, with you. And you have two things that you're going to gift us. You have a beautiful guide that you're going to gift us and something else that I will let, like you, I will let you talk about. What did you bring us today? Thank you. Yes. So we were talking earlier about the cycle phases and how to nourish in each cycle phase and how to support our energy in each cycle phase. So we have put together a cycle alignment cheat sheet, which will show you the nutritional elements that you need, um, the correct or not correct, but like the best way to move your body in each phase of your cycle, as well as how to prioritize work and the kind of like brain function that we have every day, because our brain is actually functioning different in each phase. So the cycle alignment cheat sheet gives you all of that nutrition. And instead of just telling you like B vitamins, it'll tell you which foods, (laughs) um, because I feel like that's definitely easier than having to figure out what foods have B vitamins, um, brain function and movement all to align with your cycle. So we will have the link for that, for all of you download that it's totally free. And it is a beautiful printout. I hang mine like on the fridge. And so I can just be reminded of it every day. And then in addition, if the Maria elixir multivitamin is something that you are interested in trying that you're wanting to replenish your micronutrients, we are often offering 
25% off to everyone with the code PMDD summit. Um, so head on over and check it out. We have a, an amazing sample pack as well that you can check out if you want to see if you like the taste of it before you commit to the month. So, and of course, if you have any questions, like just reach out to us, we're happy to chat. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much. That cheat sheet sounds absolutely amazing. I'm going to also put it on my fridge and thank you for your generous PMDD summit coupon. I'm like, wow, we get our own, our own coupon code here. Thank you so much for that. And thank you, Monica, for being here, for taking time, you know, and all the work you do, you know, your Instagram page also follow Monica on Instagram. There's, you're so loving and passionate, you know, mm -hmm. about us feeling better. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're so welcome. And I hope that anyone out there, if you ever have questions or need support, like, please, please reach out. We love hearing from our warriors um, and step into that ownership. You guys got this. Yes. And any more last words of hope and encouragement <laughs> for us out there, Monica? You don't have to be the victim. You don't. And PMDD is not you. You have PMDD maybe, but um it is not, it's not part of who you are. It's, it's just this other thing that we can manage and live with. Yes. Yes. Oh, so beautiful. Oh, thank you, Monica, for sending us off on such a hopeful, uplifting, encouraging way. Y'all out there, share your gold nuggets, download that cheat sheet, get those supplements, 25% off. Hello. Coupon code PMDD Summit. <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah. And share it in the Facebook group, hashtag gold nugget. And that's, that's it. Thank you so much, Monica, for being here. Thanks for having me. It's so beautiful to see you. Thanks. Good to see you. Bye y'all. <laughs> Take care. <laughs> Hi, it's Charisma. If this expert interview inspired you or helped you in any way, please consider leaving a five-star review with your insights so other PMDD warriors like you can find these interviews and benefit from them too. You're awesome and thank you so much for being a part of this community. And remember, relief is possible. Okay, bye. <laughs>